We believe in growth and continuous learning. We believe in educating and sharing knowledge. We believe the body is miraculous and is able to heal with the proper nutrition and support. And we believe the right mindset is key to your success. I'm Amanda Golightly. And I'm Kate McDowell. And, and this, this is, is the Limitless, Limitless Podcast. And welcome to the show. Um, so today we're going to talk about kind of values, beliefs, decisions around health. And values are basically something that we have that are generally most unconscious. And the values that we have are very much tied to the beliefs we have. And the beliefs always lead to decisions and behaviors that we take on. And I know for Kate, you've been through a lot of a personal journey with health. And I was just wondering if you could share a little bit about your journey. And for one, what was the, you made a decision around medication. And I just wondered, why did you decide to come off your medication? If you could tell us a bit about that. I mean, ultimately I decided to do that because it wasn't improving my health. And I was following, you know, what the doctors were telling me to do. I was following what I thought I was supposed to do and what I believed was the way to take care of myself, but I wasn't feeling better. And, and it got to the point where I was like, okay, I need to do something different. And that was tough because I, I grew up with a belief that when something's wrong, when something's not going well for you with your health, you go to the doctor, like that's, that's what we're, we're supposed to do. And so for me, that was a hard decision to make, but ultimately, you know, I realized that I had to find something else. I had to figure out, you know, what felt better for me, what felt more like right for me. And that was, you know, when I started to come off the medication and started to feel better, like it didn't happen overnight, but things started to feel like my symptoms started to impact me less. And ultimately they were, they were coming from, you know, the medication that I was on. So that was, it was a hard decision for me, but it ultimately was one of the best decisions I've ever made because it was so empowering because it helped me realize that, you know, I, there was so much more I could do for myself and for my health um, without, you know, sticking to that, that yeah. belief that I held for so long. Uh, and that could lead back to, well, the belief that you had, which was, that if something's not right, if your health, there's something wrong with your health, then your doctor is, is the one who's, who's going to come to your rescue, essentially, that they're the ones that are going to fix you. So that could tie, that would tie back into some sort of value you hold tying into your health. And, and I would say you're not alone in that. There are a lot of people that had that same belief and similar value, I'm sure, with authority in healthcare. And that if something's wrong, they're the ones you go to, they're the ones you listen to. And it's, this is what they told me to do. So I need to follow this and do all the steps so I can achieve whatever it is I want to achieve. And from what we've talked about and what you've mentioned about your own personal journey, you've, you followed all those steps and what was the outcome that you got? ultimately like i was i was young when i was diagnosed with ms i was 22 years old so i didn't know anything differently so yes i followed all those steps i i 
took all the medication and then took more medication to deal with the symptoms from the first medication. And then that list just kept growing and my quality of life got worse and worse and worse. And I didn't know what to do because I had that belief that like, they were the only ones that could help me. And, you know, realizing that this is not serving me, this is not giving me the results that I'm expecting it to do. That was, that was when I really kind of came to terms with like, maybe this isn't the only way, maybe there are other options and like, why not try something different, I guess. And really at that point, given you weren't getting any better as you wanted to, what did you have to lose really by seeking other alternatives? And I know there was one turning point where you saw a video, Dr. Terry Walls, and that kind of changed your life as far as nutrition and taking a different um, avenue as far as supporting your body and actually seeing a difference. Yeah, totally. And I mean, even that it felt risky, right? Because, because I had that belief that I had to just do what my doctor said, you know, you, there's this feel or feeling a lot of people have of you can't go against them. You can't oppose what they're suggesting for you because then what, right? And yeah, I saw this video and it was, it was Dr. Terry Walls and she talked about how she used nutrition and how it made a huge impact on her life and on her health. And I was like, what, what if, like, what if this could benefit me? What if this could be an answer that I didn't even know existed? And what have I got to lose? I think ultimately too, right? Exactly. It's, it's food. Okay. So I'm not going to eat multigrain Cheerios for dinner every night. And, you know, I'm not going to do the same things I was doing, but is, is it going to hurt me? Probably not. Right. So, you know, I did make the changes to, well, a bunch of changes to my diet, which was drastic at first for sure. Um, but I started to feel better and another challenge was at one point I went to my doctor and I said, you know, like I'm doing some different things. I've been trying diet and I'm feeling better. And, you know, his response was like, I don't know anything about that. That's not a thing. And that's that, that belief that, that I had, that I grew up seeing modeled by my parents and what I was told from a young age that like the doctor's word is what you need to follow. That's what you need to stick to. And so I felt like this rebel for not doing what my doctor said. Right. But ultimately I was feeling better. So that was definitely a turning point for me. That was a start because there was a lot after that, but it definitely gave me this kind of like, maybe it could be different feeling too. Right. That's like huge. That's incredible. And just the one, like the big thing that you actually made the decision to do that was like, what were the things that you were feeling around that time? Like, obviously I've, I've heard of instances where it's very much, you've got your traditional medicine, if you will. And there, a lot of it's very much fear driven as far as if you do something else, you don't know what's going to happen. And did you experience that? <laughs> I did um, a couple, well, a couple of years later, because yes, I, I used nutrition and I was starting to feel better. And I got to the point where I was still on medication because I was scared to come off of it because I didn't know what that would mean, right? Would that mean that my symptoms would come back? Would it mean they would get worse again? So I did stick with it for a while. And eventually I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. And so, you know, I did it safely 
but I did take myself off of the medication and I went to see my doctor and he said to me, you're playing Russian roulette with your health. And I was at the point and I said straight to him, I was like, I, you know, the way I was feeling on the medication, I felt like if this is how life is, I don't really want to live it anymore. So it's a decision that I've made. I I understand and I appreciate that you don't support my decision, but I felt, I felt better. And like for anyone, like I want to make sure that everyone listening to this recognizes that, you know, you do want to be safe about this. You know, this is not my recommendation at all to just come off medication, but if you're on medication and it's, and you're not feeling well, or it's not impacting your life or it's impacting your life in a poor way, I guess there's always, it's always a conversation to have, right. And find a practitioner that can help and support you so that you can, you know, get better results essentially. Right. So with that, as far as your, your beliefs, I know other people I've, I've heard other people talk about, uh, issues and health issues in their family and how it's very much oh like my grandmother had this my mother had this and therefore I am also going to have this and it's it's kind of a dangerous path because ultimately we have all sorts of things going on inside our body and it's a matter of are we flipping that switch essentially by decisions we're making through nutrition and supplementation or medications whatever and so just to kind of change that up and know that your past family history doesn't dictate what's going to happen to you personally you can decide to take different options and know that as we're discovering more and more that there are other alternate solutions to health and getting to the root of the problem rather than dealing with just the symptoms and that's I think it's a, an awesome thing for us to talk about a little more. Have you experienced anything like that in through your clients or anywhere else? With clients, for sure. Yeah. If, you know, a lot of the times that's what happens is people will, will come to me or start working with me and it's like, oh, well, there's, there's, um, there's cancer in my family or there's diabetes in my family, or there's all these different things in my family. And it's looking at, like you said, it's looking at the whole picture and, and, it's what's called epigenetics, right? Which is where it's like going beyond the DNA because there are genes in your system. Yes, you may have, you know, genetic markers from your parents that could make it more possible for you to have those things. But it's a matter of like, do you turn those genes on or do you not? And that's where we can use nutrition. We can use lifestyle stuff. We can use natural ways of dealing with things to prevent your body from turning those things on in the future as well. And there's there's also such a strong connection here, and this is something that I know, Amanda, you'll really appreciate and probably be able to elaborate on more as well, but it's mindset. It's such a huge piece of the puzzle, and that was massive for me, is, is the understanding that if you go into things expecting, I'm going to have X, what are you going to create? Right. What we focus on, we attract into our world, into our life. And if you're focused on, you know, 
I'm going to get diabetes because I have a grandfather with diabetes. And if I focused on there's diabetes in my family, think of the decisions that I'm going to make in life. Think of, you know, how I'm going to react to things and the things that are going to play out for me. I'm going to choose that path without consciously being aware of it, which it's such a huge shift that you can make when you decide, you know, that's not me. I'm healthy. And that's, that's my choice. Right? Yeah, it's really cool that you bring up that the mindset portion, just because ultimately, we are responsible for creating our world and what our world looks like. And that starts internally. And whatever we change internally will reflect on the outside world. And what you said there as well, in regards to like belief and expectation, you have a certain belief and you expect that that belief is going to take place and therefore your outcome will reflect that too. So if you, I mean, you're focusing on something that you don't want and then ultimately you get that. So the big thing is to change your focus, focus on what you actually do want and you then create whatever circumstances, decisions, behaviors around focusing on what you want. Instead, it kind of, like everything almost kind of a lot lines up, right? Because if you're really focusing on what you want, you really want, just that's the change that's going to kind of like a domino effect out, if you will. One decision like you did with your health, one decision there as far as I'm not doing these medications anymore, they're not doing anything for me, that filtered out into you changed your behavior with what you ate, you you did ec- different exercises, and yep. even it, in doing those exercises, I know some of the times it was a challenge for you, but you did it anyway. You didn't let little bumps in the road stop you. You were a force and such an inspiration for, I'm sure, many people who who have heard your story. And like it's so powerful just to even hear about what you've accomplished and where you've come from. And I think by even just talking about your story and getting that out there for other people to know that they can do the same. They they are powerful beings who, with one decision, can change their whole world. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's not sunshine and rainbows the whole way <laughs> along the path. Definitely, there were sure, certainly bumps along the road as well too. But it's it's just the reminding yourself like it, it's your personal power that you kind of get a chance to take back when you take responsibility. I think that was one of the biggest things when I decided to come off my medication was that I started to take responsibility for my health and for my situation. And that helped me look at, okay, what are the foods that I'm eating? What are the choices that I'm making? You know, am I staying out late at night, you know, at the bar with people or am I drinking alcohol or, Am I doing things that are not beneficial for my health? Because ultimately, you know, we can't expect even medication to solve all of our problems and then continue to see our body as a trash can and put crap into it and, you know, treat it like garbage. We're not going to end up with optimal health. And I started looking at things as like, what are the, the best things I can do for my health? And it just made such a huge shift. It did like that decision to come off the medication 
yes, I started to feel better. And that was like this light bulb of like, holy crap. It just was so empowering. And, you know, a lot of changes came from that, which was really cool. And it's true. It's your one decision away from a totally different life popped into my head right before you said it, of course. Um, But yeah, I mean, ultimately, you have so much power to make changes and make decisions, different decisions in your life, and the outcome will change. That's awesome. Uh, One other thing that came to mind is the majority of our issues tend to uh, line up with emotional ties. Like, I don't know what the percentage is offhand, but a lot of the things we deal with health-wise and perhaps challenges in life can tie back to emotions. So I don't know if that reflects in what you dealt with as far as up to making that like decision to change your life. I don't know if there were certain things that you can relate to this is why this was happening and this is why this was happening. Oh, because I felt this way or I was holding on to a certain emotion in a certain place or something like that. Does that bring up anything for you? Um, In terms of around when I was diagnosed, I think there were things that happened in my life, um, like kind of emotional trauma type stuff that happened in my life that potentially could have played a role and led up to that. Um, I'm not going to get into that because it's pretty personal. Um, But when I decided to come off the medication, I met you. And, you know, it was a time in my life where all of a sudden I had something, I had something to work towards. I had something I was excited about and I had reasons why I wanted to live more of my life again. And the medication, you know, the way it made me feel the way it like brought me down. Um, I felt nauseous. I felt like nauseous, I guess is the best description, like 24 seven, pretty much when I was on the medication and I didn't want to do things. I didn't want to really, you know, live my life to the fullest. And when I came off of it, I was like, you know what, I'm taking my life back. This is, this is it. So emotionally, I mean, I, I'd just gone through a pretty rough, uh, break, I guess not just, it was three years previously, but all of a sudden there was, there was shift happening and change happening in my life. And I was like, this is it. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm, I'm letting go of it. So yeah. Very good. Do you find any of that with uh, your clients or anything? Cause usually we go through cycles in life, right? Until we actually learn from it. There's a pattern that we go through and we're, we either dating the same people or they reflect somehow with perhaps a parent or something that we've taken on like trauma or like, you know, traumas may not necessarily be like, it's, I guess it's all relative for people as far as what that means, but it's something we've taken on and we have to work through. So I don't know if that was the case with yourself or perhaps if you've seen that with clients as well. Um, I've definitely seen with clients, there's patterns for sure. And a lot of them have, you know, I was a weight loss coach. I'm focused on health now, but working with weight loss clients, a lot of them would come in and they're like, well, I've tried to diet in the past. I lost weight. I gained it back. I've tried a bunch of different things. I lost weight. I gained it back. And it was just this cycle of things and, you know, talking through things with them. There was, there was emotional stuff there for sure. In terms of like, like beliefs, like values, a lot of them as women, a lot of the women I worked with, they're strong people pleasers. And so that was a really hard thing for them to overcome, you know, like, food is seen as as 
community. Food is seen as celebration. Food is seen as comfort. Food is seen is seen as so many different things. And there's this feeling like, well, it, it was my son's birthday, so I had to have cake. And then we still had cake. So we had it for the next five nights kind of thing. And it's this emotional connection of like, well, I can't not do that because he's going to think I don't love him as much. And so there's a lot of emotional connection to a lot of the decisions that we make, right? And not necessarily trauma, but it's like, where did this come from? And it's like growing up, this is what was modeled to you. It's the same as my thing with, with the medical viewpoint. You know, if growing up food was modeled to you as comfort, as reward, um, it's something that just, that repeats generation after generation after generation, right? So, yeah. Yeah, and ultimately, I know, like I've learned this as well, like there's no, like food doesn't really have a meaning. We give it meaning. And that's the same with anything else we come into contact with, like certain words or like the kind of like words will give it emotional ties. Like ultimately, if you look at a definition of word, this is what it means. It doesn't mean that it's directed at me and someone doesn't like me or whatever the case is, right? That feeling that you associate with that word based on maybe one experience you've had with it, or perhaps the media or someone has um, vilified that word in some way. Um, so it's, it's very, very important to keep in mind that everything is neutral. We are the ones that fuel it with whatever emotion we decide to. So it's, it's something that just that came up that I thought would be good to keep in mind for everyone out there. Just keep everything neutral. And if you're going to give it any meaning, give it something positive for yourself, right? Um, is there any kind of one-off learning that you would give one-off? I don't know. Any, the biggest learning that you got from your journey that you would like to share with everybody? I think if we're talking around the MS side of things and overcoming that, I think the biggest lesson, you know, like, I said responsibility, taking responsibility for your own health and for your own journey and not putting your health in someone else's hands was a really powerful one for me. And, you know, when a friend said to me years ago, because I used to raise money, I used to do the MS walk, I used to do the MS bike rides. And I went to my best friend years ago and said, like, will you sponsor me? Because that's part of it is you you're raising money for MS. And that's a whole different episode. Um, <laughs> But Indeed. Um, she said to me, like, absolutely, I love you. I will give you whatever amount of money. And she's like, but I, you need to know that they're never going to cure this. And that was one of the hardest things I've ever heard in my life. I was angry. I was hurt. I was so upset. And I went home and it like, there was smoke coming in my ears when it first happened. But it just kept popping into my head over and over and over and eventually I realized she's so right. She's so right. I need to stop looking for someone else to save me. I need to take responsibility for my own health here. I need to take back control. I need to take my power back. I need to stop waiting for someone to help me and, and just be my rescuer. And that was kind of the biggest shift for me for, you know, improving everything because I look at things in life in all areas of life now as like taking responsibility like what do I need to change in me what can I do to help move this forward it doesn't mean you're not going to ask for help with things it doesn't mean you have to do everything alone but ultimately 
when we're looking for someone to save us, we're literally giving away all of our power. And if you can focus on like, that's, that's not how this works. Right. Um, but I think that was kind of the biggest, if you're looking for a savior, it's, you need to look inside and figure out like, what can you do? What's what's one main change you can make today. That's going to make today better and go from there. I think that's a good uh, point you made perhaps without even knowing it, that you, you were not taking the victim mentality with that anymore. You, you decided to take hold of your own, um, what's the word I want here? Basically you were deciding your outcome on your own. You were not relying on anybody else. You were not looking for a hero to come in and swoop and save you there. And you were not, um, claiming anybody, the victim or the, the, uh, the, the villain, villain. So to speak. The, yes. Thank you. And so that there's that aspect of it, which we can probably talk about in another show. And the other thing that came up for me is that ultimately you made the decision because I assume perhaps it came up for you that you were actually worthy of having a healthy life and being able to enjoy your life the way you wanted to. And I think that's important for people, other people to know as well, that you, you are worthy of being a healthy person and enjoying your life and having energy to do the things you want to do and know that it is possible. And that's like the energy, just even like saying that is, I don't know, making me smile actually. So, which is pretty cool. Um, and just, yeah, just keep that in mind that knowing you have the power to change your life and start within, look within and see what is it that you want to change? What one thing can you change to cause that domino effect? And just, yeah, start with that and see what, see what comes up for you. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of the times it's, I know it can be scary. It can be overwhelming if, you know, you're dealing with, especially if you're dealing with something pretty extreme, but to do that, to ask yourself, you know, the, what's one thing I can do to make things a little bit better today. And that's where it's going to start, right? Like I'm a very big picture person in terms of when I look at things that I want to accomplish. So looking at the whole thing, looking at like, I want to completely eliminate my MS. If I looked at that, it would have been overwhelming and it would have felt like, I don't even, where do I even start? But small steps will get you there, right? So focusing on what's one thing I can do. And that's the conversation I have with clients all of the time. What's one thing we can shift today that will help this improve for you, that will help your energy improve, will help you know, your sleep improved, will, will help um, your period struggles improve, whatever it is that you're dealing with, there's what is one thing we can do to start moving you towards feeling better? And yeah, it's, it, it's totally doable. Yeah, I think that's kind of the process too, that I've been learning with uh, the quantum nutrition testing too, that mm-hmm. with being able to uh, tap into person's body and ask, what does it need? What does it want? And you can only handle things and, and heal things as fast as your body is able to and wants to. And I think that kind of ties in with what you were just talking about, kind of um, starting with one thing 
and kind of working that through that. So then you're kind of in stages as far as, okay, I need to handle this part of my health currently and resolve that. And then I can move on to the next one. And I, I think that's kind of a cool tie into what you're currently doing now and going to be helping people that way. And it's such a, a, an amazing tool in that fact that you can basically give the body exactly what it needs at exactly whenever it needs it. You know, it's just fantastic. I don't even have any, any more words for it, but it's just, it's yeah, exactly. Big smiles. Um, so that's a, amazing. Yeah. I mean, it is, I love a bunch of what you said there, but from the, the fact that your body can only handle, you know, one or two things at a time, it's totally true. And a lot of the times we go in and it's, it's like, okay, I want to fix everything at once. Or we try and say, you know, I want to, this is from my history of working with clients in the past. I want to lose weight is the goal. And that's the first priority. But what if that's not the thing your body needs to fix first? What if you need to fix your adrenals first? What if you need to detox first? What if you need to do other things and support other systems in the body first before you're even able to do that, right? So with quantum chest nutrition testing, yeah, it's it's fascinating in the sense that we can tap in and you know connect with the frequency of your body and each of your organs to get an understanding of where there's an imbalance or where there's a weakness. And then, you know, using individualized nutrition strategies and professional grade supplements, that's where I'm able to help clients rebalance the areas of their body that need support. And ultimately, when we start to rebalance things and we start to create, you know, the right rhythm in the body again, that's when we start to heal. That's when things start to improve and get better and symptoms go away. And this is something that's so commonly missed and that we try and just go to the symptoms first versus figuring out the cause. Like, why do you have these symptoms? What does your body need? Like, ultimately, when I was dealing with MS, I didn't need the injections I was sticking in myself every day. My body needed better nutrition. My body needed the right supplementation. My body needed more sleep. It needed a bunch of different things. But I was, I started like intuitively focusing on those things before I even really understood it to the level that I do now. And so this is, you know, where I'm able to help clients and actually, they actually get better. They don't just, you know, feel better because they're taking medication to mask the symptoms. They actually get better. That's awesome. Um, we were all over today and I think the all over was meant to happen. It was a good, uh, it was a good, um, I don't know, road trip, if you will. I enjoyed it. So um, I know we'll have more to talk about on the next episode, whatever that topic ends up being, because we never know until we get there. So, which is the fun part also. Um, so I don't know, until next time, let's uh, look forward to the next show. And as always, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. We appreciate the support. If you could like and subscribe to our podcast, please give us a review and give us some feedback. We'd love to hear that. If you have any questions, please reach out to myself or Kate. And if you have an interest in signing up for her program, please go to her Instagram and click on her links or send her a message if you have any questions. And once again, thank you for listening.